This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Um, I'm going to introduce Sylvia Hayes. Next week, she will officially be Reverend Sylvia Hayes, but she already is in spirit, this wonderful minister with a ministry to the earth and, and to all of us to help us care for the earth more fully to embody what we saw in that, in that story. And, and so this ceremony is something that was created um, by Joanna Macy, who a lot of you know of her. And it's something that they did at Unity Worldwide Convention a year ago. And Sylvia participated in that, and so now she's bringing it to us. And it's a little different than if you're here for the first time. This is not our normal um, service, but, but it's going to be very powerful, and I hope that you'll all feel interested in participating in it, including those of you who are online. So, Sylvia. Yeah. <laughs> I get to be irreverent still. <laughs> That's more my style, I think. Um, yeah, so this is a ceremony uh, that really is about helping us tap into oneness and interconnectedness with all of nature and the fact that, we, that nature is a part of us and we are a part of nature, not apart from anything. So that's what we're going to do, and I just want to, um, it, it, I also want to address, we're living in a time when eco-grief is very, very common, probably almost universal for many, you know, the majority of humans. It, you can't really be alive as a human right now without addressing the, the challenge of being in a time when damage is very evident in so many aspects of nature. And, that can be an uncomfortable topic, but there's a lot of research into this now that shows it's actually helpful to us to have it expressed and to, and to really know that eco-grief is a thing, that it's being recognized, and when we're feeling it, we're not alone feeling it. It's, it and, and I believe it's part of what is going to move us, evolve us into a place where we as humans do remember that we are good and our interconnection with the rest of nature is good and as it's meant to be. So sometimes in this um, ceremony, that grief will come up and that's okay. This is a safe space for it. We'll just deal with that as we go along. Yeah. I wanna add something yeah. too with, when you talk about how there's ego grief, it can, it can go to the point of paralysis mm -hmm. where we believe that there's, it's already too late. Climate change has happened and we're done for and it's just a matter of time. And that's not helpful. And I'm reading this wonderful new book called You Matter More Than You Know. And it's about um, the quantum world and how we need to change how we think about the whole climate situation because the Newtonian mechanistic worldview, which is what we have been living yes. in, says that 
you know, things are discrete parts, so we are separate from nature, that's one, and also there's things happen in a linear mechanical way. But the quantum world says it's all entangled, and time moves backwards as well as forward, and we are part of everything. And so from a quantum perspective, we are the Earth. And there may be ways that as we change our attitudes, we can shift things, ways that we haven't thought of yet. So I'm going to encourage you all to, you know, Unity teaches that there is always infinite possibilities, right? And so let's hold that knowing and not give in to what appears to be limited. That thinking is critical. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for speaking that into this for sure. Um, it's why I do what I do because I too truly believe we can, we can view this and we can, we can ensure that this time is actually a portal. It's an mm -hmm. evolutionary step for all of nature of which we are, which we are part. So how this process, um, subject to evolve as Jane and I get to riffing, but I th how we're planning that this process will work is that we're going to, in it's gonna be a bit of a guided meditation. We'll invite everyone to get into a meditative space and release your identity in your human form and allow a non-human being to speak up into you, to come into your awareness and into your consciousness. And we're gonna, there'll be a few questions that we'll um, offer to help you kind of commune with whatever this creature may be. And it might be, we, I really encourage folks, don't go, ooh, that's too weird, let's get another one. You know, whatever speaks in, and it can be a plant or a bug or a glamorous species or a mountain or a marsh, or any aspect of nature. And we'll give a few mm -hmm. questions um, for you to th you know, think about and open up to this being. And then we're gonna invite you to get into small groups and just share what came up for a few minutes. And we'll try to keep track of time and whatnot. And if anyone doesn't want to group up, that's no harm, no foul. But in my experience, it's really pretty rich and profound to be able to share this. And then after some time in small groups, we're just going to come back into a large group and do popcorn, whoever wants to share what came up for them in their group or for them personally. Does that work? Mm -hmm. that and sense? I want to just say something about the meditation, because some people have a challenge with visualizing. And if you are one of those people, using your hands is very helpful. So you're closing your eyes and Sylvia's leading you and saying, oh, and you see this or you smell that and you're getting nothing. Put your hands out and imagine whatever it is is right in front of you and just keep doing this. All eyes are closed. Nobody will see you looking weird. But we wouldn't you know how, it. because it's a wild soul sanctuary yeah. and we're okay with people who sit there like this. <laughs> but. But what that does is, it's just like when you're, oh, what was the name of that book? You know, you do this thing and then the name pops into your mind. Now, why is that? There is some kinesthetic connection. 
And so as you do this, you may find, oh, I'm feeling fur, or oh, I'm feeling pebbles, or whatever it might be. Just go with whatever comes to you. Don't second guess yourself. All right, cool. So let's move forward. This is basically a celebration of the greatest mother of all, right? Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. So we, here we are with that. So I just invite everyone to go ahead and feet on the floor and close your eyes. Um, and I will say for those of you online, Claire is going to be posting the questions that I'm speaking into the group so you can participate that way too. Um, we'd love to have that. And then also if you want to share back into the circle when we come back into large group, um, we'd love to hear that. So take a moment and let these bodies relax. Let this mind still. Become aware of Earth's energy beneath and all around us. We feel our connection to the heart of the planet itself. That energy moves right up through the rock and soil and layers of water through the foundation of this building, through the floor, our shoes, into our beings. We are inextricably connected to this umbilical cord with Earth. Let your awareness touch on this web of creation, this absolute quantum level of connectedness that is indeed the web of all life that is vibrating, that we are inextricably connected to and allow awareness to expand out, far out into that web, into the allness that is life. And in the quiet, just notice we're gonna sit in the quiet for a minute or so, no speaking, and just notice if an entity, a being, comes into your awareness.
ask this being to help you understand what it's like to be that form, to be that particular expression of life. powers does that unique form have? What strengths? What perspective or unique view, unique sensory experience might that being have? Ask them to share. the relationships and the connections that are vital to this being? What does it have to share with you about its interconnectedness? The relationships that nourish this entity and that this entity nourishes. Ask this being what disruptions or difficulties it may be experiencing in the world right now. The challenges. What would this entity like to share with humans 
that can help nourish those relationships? What wisdom, what insights can this non-human being share with humanity? just take a couple of minutes of silence now. Let your imaginations and your communications go deep. As we get ready to come back into awareness of our present location, give thanks. Give thanks to this entity. Thanks for what they, what they provide. Thanks for their magnificence just in being. Thanks for appearing to you today. lovingly send them on their way and return our awareness to this building, to these bodies we inhabit, to these chairs we're sitting in. And when you're ready, open your eyes. So in these next minutes, let's get into small groups, three or four maybe, whatever seems cool to you, however best we can do that in the way the chairs are arranged. And this is a time in the council not to speak of, 
hi, I'm Sylvia, and I experienced hummingbird, and here's, this is, I am hummingbird. And then share what it was that came through to you. I am rattlesnake, and here's the good that I do. Here is the challenges that I'm facing. I am frog. Here's what I have to teach humans. Like that, and I'll, and I'll repeat these questions a couple of times, but basically speak. A lot of indigenous traditions, Al could probably speak to this, they actually include in their governance bodies councils that represent non-human beings that speak for them so that those, those entities, it can be the waters, whatever, their, their well-being is put in the decision-making process. That's kind of what this is about. Does that make sense? All right, pick your partners. Let's go. Go be, go be wild animals in the wild soul sanctuary. <laughs>
Are we still going? Okay, one more minute. We're still going. Carol Fox, are you crying? Are you crying? Are you crying? Okay. <laughs> All right, folks. All right, let's come back into, into human perspective. It's like, what, it's like herding a bunch of wild polecats. <laughs> Does anyone just want to share um, anything that came through or an insight or it's just a raise your hands and popcorn style sharing. We had a, we had a beautiful, are we on? There we go. We had a beautiful share with our online group. And so I'll just briefly go through. Um, we had one woman who, the peacock, she was the peacock. And she said she just looked back and saw her beautiful tail and then saw it dragging through some poop at the farm, you know, and, and reminding about how everything can be beautiful, but yet there's always some poop that, that kind of sometimes gets stuck to us, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, another woman, she originally thought of the ocean and how many creatures are dependent on her, everyone having an honoring that they need to take care of the ocean so that the ocean can provide. And then she went and she became a zebra and was reminded that zebras, I want to gallop, I will need space to be free because I need, to, I need space to run. And so give me that freedom, give me the space to do that. Um, another woman was a sunflower and she said I want to, I need to be fed so that I can feed the Blue Jays, so that I can feed others. So that was a beautiful reminder of how when we feed, when we get fed, then we can provide and feed others. Um, another was a beaver. It's the steward of the river to allow it to grow, Definitely. create wetlands so they can uh, feed the salmon and help prevent climate change. And then for me, it was um, rain is what, came to me cool. and we had a beautiful rain experience in Peru and then of course rain, water and all the different variations of water and then it reminded me of we got to visit a small village at 14,000 feet in the Andes and our guide has a nonprofit that Kevin and I contribute to and this family showed us the beautiful well that we had helped contribute and provide their families so that they have clean drinking water. Um, so that was really beautiful. Thank awesome. Yeah. In the back. Hi. Um, the whole time, I, all I got was this beautiful, like, babbling brook kind of stream-like thing, but it mm. felt rushing and almost scary. It's weird, and I was on this 
wet rock, so I was feeling uneasy the whole time. This is wet rock water. Then I realized, which I've never been before, I've been like a little like lynxy, jaguar-y cat type of thing, but with really big paws because I was getting fish easily. Cool. But it was more to me about having a place of safety and a place to be and belong, I guess. That's what I felt really more the comfort is it might be rushing around you, but you're on this rock and you're good. So that's really what I got from it. Cool. Sounds like Gollum. <laughs> 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 Anyone else? Right here. I am Fox. People think I'm very smart. That's not all. I draw my intelligence from all that is. And so do you. But you often are cut off from it. You think that just having a smart brain is the most important. I'm smart, but I use my instincts connected to all of nature that can outsmart the smartest of man who just uses his limited intelligence. But you have so much more available to you than I have. You have imagination. You have ability to envision. If you use that, then we will all thrive. Mm. Beautiful, Lawrence. <laughs> I guess I'm being volunteered to speak. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> Not my favorite place or anything. I am Ant. I work collaboratively in a group for the greater good. I collect on my own, but I collect for all. We share what we find. Some of us are stronger than others and collect more than others, yet we all share equally. Beautiful. I am wind. I connect all of nature, all beings, mountains, plains, plants, all the animals, all the beings. And I nourish and caress all of them, sometimes with gentle breezes, sometimes with harder, more force. I am tuned into, I am tuned into humans and all of nature, all of all beings, and into the thoughts and the feelings that are transmitted. I, I pick those up and I, tr and I reflect them. I reflect them in sometimes what humans, perceive as destructive. So I am a carrier and a connector and embrace all and carry messages when beings know how to tune in and listen or feel 
I carry messages. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm so inspired. I. Okay. I am cloud. I rise above all, and I also lay low. I evaporate into the nothingness from which I came. I love my fellow clouds. We travel together with the wind, and sometimes we just disappear because it's too much. We are challenged by the toxins that fly up to us. We are challenged by the weathers that blow us places that we don't necessarily want to go. I am Cloud who loves to spread my moisture and rain and beauty. I am Cloud who, when you look up at the sky, I become mermaid, I become dolphin, I become lion, I become anything that your imagination allows you to imagine. I am Cloud and I would love to really travel the earth, spreading the seeds of love and peace that the whole earth awakens to its beauty. Oh. I'm a brand new foal, I'm a week old, and I am filled with joy and um, I have a wonderful mother who watches over me, protects me, feeds me, nurtures me, and I am looking forward to this long, long life I'm going to have and am celebrating the joy that I have right now. Well, guess what? I'm a rainbow trout. <laughs> no Always surprise there. <laughs> I live in the Metolius, and I am very grateful for my home. I have beautiful vegetation that hangs over my head, and I get to watch the bugs crawl on that vegetation and feed me. I watch them on the 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 sandy and rocky bottom crawling along and providing my next meal. I love the cold water and I, I love the oxygen that's being flushed into the water all the time. And I see the fishermen going by and I don't always cooperate with them. <laughs> and I'm glad they're using barbless hooks because it gives me a chance, if I get hooked, I can live again. And I have a message for everybody up there. We need clean, cold, clear, healthy water for all of us on this planet. Thanks. Uh -oh. So I think that... Um we probably need to pause now, but I hope that when we gather after the service, you will, instead of doing normal chit-chat, you will ask, who is the being that you represent? And you'll get to share a little more. It was fun in the groups, wasn't it, to share that? 
So please extend that and consider coming Saturday to the poetry event with a poem about Great whatever idea. it was that you represent. Okay. So can I just also say yes. thank you for playing with me, for allowing yeah. me to bring this and, and being so cool about it. I appreciate it. Yeah.